This is Bite Size Boss talking about our workforces post-COVID and the changes and disruptions that are happening. Uh, do not fear change and make sure your teams are adaptable and your workforces are adaptable have been the first two messages. What do we do when we're now in a battle for great employees? When we are seeing a shortage of the people we need, how do we hang on to those and attract those who are going to make our organization move forward? There are certain things people are looking for and it isn't just money. People want to feel safe and happy and regarded at work. What are you doing to ramp up the regard you have for key employees and key roles so they do not want to leave you and go somewhere else? Because the grass is looking greener and it genuinely is greener elsewhere, particularly if we get this wrong. Well, how about a few, a couple of thoughts that go with this idea of being safe and successful at work? Uh, I had a training session myself recently. I attended it as a CEO and I, we heard about five behaviors of a cohesive team. And one particularly important matter arose in meetings, particularly with our senior or middle leaders, conversational turn taking plus ostentatious listening means psychological safety. Our meetings can be key scenarios where people really see whether they are accepted and valued or not. It's where the um, culture of the senior team or the teams they're part of are bare for everyone to see. It's when, it's, it's when everything is intense and everything is visible. There's a moment in meetings, and particularly important meetings, when people begin to draw conclusions about whether they're happy working for you or not. In those meetings, there must be conversational turn-taking, there must be clear listening and regard for people's opinions, there must be genuine and deep regard and acceptance of other people's points of view. We've got to really push this notion that we don't have all the answers and that those who are the big voices also need to be controlled in some way so that all the voices are heard. Secondly, you in, in, uh, in, a, in a report I read recently, 84% of workers trust their colleagues more if their colleagues admit their mistakes. How good are we at admitting our mistakes in our teams? How good are we at accepting responsibility? People want to trust their colleagues. They had to in the past because there weren't the options to go elsewhere. Now they have options. Are you a trusting team? Are you a team that trusts each other and therefore can bear your soul and can say you got something wrong? Or change your mind despite your vested interest and your conflicts? How deep is that acceptance of change, the capacity to change your mind in your teams? If people feel they're not trusted or they're surrounded by people who won't budge, who have ulterior motives, who are not adaptable, they're going to feel that their skills and abilities are going to be more valued elsewhere. We loved Barack Obama, did we not? I love the way he got up when the computer system for Obamacare fell apart and he said, we've got it wrong. What a great leader. He set the tone for improvement, for trust and for growth. We have to do the same thing, set the same kind of tone as leaders. How good are you at accepting you are wrong? It's a very important skill and I advise you to pursue this as you develop your teams. This has been Bite Size Boss in this new COVID era. We have to be enlightened. We have to be powerfully aware of the changes in our workforces as we move forward. I'm making some suggestions that will help you. Please do converse with me if you wish to, but do well with your teams because they're the heartbeats of our success. If you get it wrong, they're the heartbeat of our failure.